God, you're so good. This is community. You know, if you're new here or just are here going, well, that took a lot of time. Community is worth it because we honor people. One big part of community is that we actually care for each other that are around us. And we're willing to take time. I'm going to try to stick to my notes. So one of the biggest things about community, because that's what I'm going to preach on here, is inconvenience. We here in North America, we are driven to be what? Independent. Have you ever heard even the, the testimony, I'm a self-made millionaire. That's a bogus statement because I don't know anyone who's been a millionaire and did it all on their own. But we're constantly being told, everywhere you go, you're being told, no, no, you got to look after yourself. Is that not true? Isn't that what the media is telling you? We've gotten to the point where it's like we don't even want to interact with people on a social basis. And it's, if you do this, it's not a slam doing it because there is benefits in it. But we're at the point where you don't even have to go to the grocery store and talk to people anymore. Just go online, I want my bananas, I want this. We don't even, it's inconvenient now to deal with people. You ever thought of that? We don't even talk on the phone much anymore. Nope, text. Because then I can do it on my time. I don't have to be, what if they talk too long? Both they start telling me about their grandma and I don't want to hear about their grandma. But here we do things different. Here we believe that community works. It's interesting uh, just even re-going over some community this week is just the Lord reminded me, we all know God is the Trinity, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Lord says, I equal community. Even He understands community. Isn't it interesting that in Genesis 2 it talks about when, when He makes Adam, and I could, I got this, all these notes if I want, but we don't have time. So you got Adam and Eve. Adam, before there's Eve, and what does He say? It's not good for man to be alone. And I understand that's talking about marriage, but he, we're not made to be alone. Or else it would have been, you know how much easier it would be because no one would probably would fall too much if he just, because God, remember, God could do whatever he wants. Imagine if God just made planet one, two, three billion, and never put Justin on one, Chris on one, Sam. It's easy then, right? You don't have to interact with anybody. You could just be the, the king or queen of the garden and look after things. But there's something about living with each other. And it has something to do with, it's so simple, because Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? In Matthew, well, we don't have power presenters, so it's not going to show up. Just by the way, we're still working through our power surge that came on Thursday and just took all our stuff. They're doing tests. It was quite shocking to me. Um, I thought they were coming to test here, and they left with all the stuff. I was like, whoa, okay, so like, these are rented speakers and all sorts of stuff. So bear with us. Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment of the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like this. If you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. What's it saying? It's saying what's the most important thing to God? Relationship to here and relationship here. Bruce was reminding me today, what's one of the strongest things? It's a triangle. God up here, us here, and here, and it's the strongest part, right? It's the strongest part. So, it's inconvenient. You're going you're gonna to join a life group, if you join a life group. Because it doesn't just have to evolve in the life group, here just on a Sunday morning. But you're going to get more out of 
family when you actually spend time with family? Like, who knows that, that when you have a close family, you want to spend time with them? And the thing is, is we, this is a real fast-forward version, is that you've got, but I have to stop for a second. Where's um, Dan Ratzliff? Did he leave the room? I have a word for it. Just remind me. Um, I need to release that. But um, you've got interdependence. You got you're in independent, all on your own, and then you find community. And community's awesome, but you can find community in a club. You could send, you could be part of a golfing club, and, and you could be part of a, he's part of a barbershop club, and that's wonderful. They hang out a bit, that's great. But there's a difference when you move from community to family. What's the difference? There's a cost in the relationship. There's a cost. Because he can go hang out at the barbershop, guys, but he gets to leave. He wants to hang out, he can hang out. True family is that one o'clock phone call. And you still take it, even though you didn't, haven't slept yet and you're tired. That's what God's creating here. So, Dan, just stay there for a second. got to pray for you, man. Sure. I specifically, I actually felt, you guys, just lay your hands out on him because there's a breakthrough coming over your life. I saw you very clearly, and it was, uh, you were on a, um, a tug-of-war. And I see Dan, I just saw that you were, tr you were all by yourself on this rope, and you be, you're like, I'm a big, I'm pulling it, I'm going to do this, but it's not going to work. And, and God's about to shift some mindset, stuff, like stuff that's not going to make sense in your mind. It's going to break. And I actually saw the Lord bring the supernatural into your life into, and bring, and I saw angels come and just pull. And the breakthrough came. And I just felt we have to declare over you a breakthrough, and it's going to be a past your mind. You can't, it's not going to make sense. It's, just, it's going to be a supernatural shift, and it's going to bring a joy into your home and into your marriage, and it's going to bring life. And I just, I just see it just pulling down. And it's because you don't need to be pulling. You don't need to be pulling. And I just see that. And it's like you hand it over. And they take it. And there's a huge break. It's amazing. And it's just going to be, actually, I'm not going to be careful with direction. But there's, I think there's a, feel like there's a shift coming in your life. And, it's, and you don't have, it says, don't worry what people think. That if you don't have to make sense to why you did some things, you can, do, you can change things. This is for people. Sometimes God will ask you to do something. Or say you're doing something and you have a shift in your life. It doesn't make sense to everybody. And don't worry about naysayers like, oh, but Dan, we, we told you so. I tell you right now that don't worry about the told you so. It doesn't matter. It's just when we come humbly before the Lord, things change and shift. Dude, there's a breakthrough, though. So, Lord, we just declare supernatural shift right now. And I just call forth, and literally, I feel like that supernatural realm, that angelic realm is going to come and bring release in a situation and the situations in your life right now in Jesus' name. Awesome. Come on. We have to sometimes call things that are not existent. Okay. Oh, my word. Hmm. Is it 12 already? Um. Great things, when we gather together, Matthew 18, 20 says, whenever two or three come together in honor of my name, I will be right there with them. So why wouldn't you want to gather with people? He promises they're going to be with you. See, now, you can get together in these life groups. This is something I just feel like I'm doing the nail here, just because we have very little time. When you can get together in a life group, and you can be saying, I'm here longing for community, I'm longing for family, but if you don't show up at Life Group and it was brought up, the message was already up here, just that you know. This was the message. That was definitely the message. But the vulnerability, if you don't come to a Life Group or come to the church and be real, 
Nothing's going to change. You're going to go home just as looking for community, just as lonely, because you're not yourself. You can come and you and experience nothing. You can be through all the emotions, but if you don't choose to become vulnerable and say, hey, I'm going to trust these guys, it's scary. Hey, my testimony of life groups are here. I'll tell you my testimony. Because I've been doing ministry for many, many years, and I love community, but it was interesting, and it was just even before we did these life groups specifically, but Winward's never been a performance-based ministry. I came out of that. And in a performance-based ministry, like it or not, as much as I fought it, it was always this and this. You get what I'm saying? Leaders, people, divide, don't be real. They can't see your weak. We don't believe that here at Winward. We're real and vulnerable because we're a family. And I'll tell you, being part of Wilson Linda's life group, that's, it even broke it for me even more. Because I was told, Kevin, you're going to come, but you're not the pastor there. You get to be you. And we have fun, and people are shocked. that I'm a little different than they think. Because I like having fun. I love fun. But that's, but that's cool. And it's actually built more relationship. And I love the feeling of being with family. Like, I know i got people here. I can bomb it up here, and people just love me anyways. That's what I tell people. I'm like, winter's the easiest place to preach because this place is family. They're like, whoa, good job. I'm like, I know the truth. But anyways, um, it's, it's true, right? I'm going to end, I didn't get anywhere, um, with something, just because I feel like I want to release this prophetically. I'll, I'll be vulnerable with you in a story because I feel like through pr- in the prayer room and stuff, um, it made very much sense because I feel like it needs to break in this room. And just being vulnerable, it doesn't matter how much you love Jesus. It doesn't matter um, how spiritual you are. You still need people around you. And, and, and so this week, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be real, and um, I wasn't going to share this exactly, but so this week was interesting. I, I, how do I bring this to make sense? So a few months ago, I'm just telling you a testimony here. A few months ago, it's interesting. My wife and I, Donna, who's singing up there, is amazing. I love her. She comes to me, and she's like, Kevin, it's time. The Lord spoke to me. It's again time to put out the pots. Now, it makes sense when I, when I say this. You know when Elijah came and asked the, the widow and her son to give up? And, it's, and said, then bring all the pots? Just being really clear, I'm not taking an offering is that the Lord told her specifically, he says, you guys have done the sowing, now test me, push me, test me. Now, I'll be honest, it was hard for me because I like getting the word and then I know it. <laughs> it's a lot easier when you hear it when those kind of words, right? When you know it's in you. And, my, and I'm like, nope, Donna, okay. And the Lord spoke to me. He's like, I, this, this is my word. And so we've been doing it and seeing huge testimonies. It's incredible. It's amazing how God does it. But I'll just be honest, this week, I, I, I just, in the last little bit, and my Willis and others know, I started getting down. Again, I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, start seeing, and I'm looking, and I'm realizing, well, I'll explain. I didn't realize, I'm, I'm looking at the lack. That's what's going on. I'm looking at lack, and I'm looking at the other things that are not working, and, and just going, what's going on? And then one, on, I think it was Tuesday morning, I'm driving to the gym, and all of a sudden, the Lord made it so clear to me. He goes, get out of the cloud. You're looking at your lack. You're looking at what's not working. What am I doing? Am I not the God of the breakthrough? Am I not the God that has provided? And he starts downloading. What, look what I've actually done. Like, it make, if people around me look, think I'm funny. Will just drives, thinks I'm crazy because he's like, Kevin, look what's all these blessings happening to you. And you're whining. 
And I'm like, oh my word. I'm literally in the car. This is what came out of me. It just came out of my spirit. I repent, Lord, of my ways. Lord, I repent of my ways, oh God. Lord, I repent of them. Because if we don't actually repent, we don't change. There's a lot of repenting, so-called repenting in the church, but you're not changing anything. If you actually repent, you have to actually change your ways. You don't just keep on going. And I, and I literally just, like, I'm, I'm intense, so I literally screaming in my car, and then I apologize to the Lord for screaming at him. And then, and, and I'm just like, literally, I'm like, Lord, turn my ways. Sorry, Lord, I can't believe it. I just started declaring all the goodness of it and all the greatness of it. And you know what he started showing me? Over time, and then I started working out, and he just keeps on showing me. And it was like, Kevin, you were looking at your lack. You weren't looking at me right now. What is going on? He's like, choose. And, he, and I just felt to increase. And I actually felt that he says, encourage the church. It doesn't matter where you are. There's days you need people to remind you. There's days that you, you just, it doesn't matter how, again, it doesn't matter how spirit, doesn't, I love Jesus. And I watch breakthrough all the time and I believe it. But it's like you still have to choose. Because there's going to be days where it feels dark. And I'm going to get to that word we had this morning in prayer. It's like there's days that are feeling dark. And it was interesting because all of a sudden, I start seeing the blessing. And the next thing I know, I see the Lord laughing. You know what it says? It sits in the heavens and laughs. I saw that. And he brought me before his banqueting table. And you can ask Ike. I was going, he works out with me in the morning. He, I was going, forget working out that morning. I was so pumped. I was just like, I was preaching in the gym. I'm like, dude, I can see it. Because what happens? When you start not looking at your lack and not looking at, and you start realizing what God's doing, you keep on looking at it, and you start declaring it, and all of a sudden he shows you, and then he sees you bring him from the banquet table in front of your enemies, and you just keep on laughing, and then and this is the weirdest thing in this vision. I went, and I saw all of a sudden he goes, hey, Kevin, grab some more. There's lots of food. And I could grab my friends. Come and, and look and see, because we need each other to remind each other. We all go through hard times. There's going to be days that are not that easy, but there's, you need those around you to lift you up. We cannot look at the light. We have to have a community that believes. We need people that say, you know what? I don't understand. My mom just keeps on getting sicker. Don't worry. We're here. We're going to stand with you. We're going to pray with you more. That's what community does. And you know what's cool is? is in, you're doing everything you can, and there's some need in your family. And when you're in, connected to one of these life groups in true community, you will find out that they'll be like, whoa, no, no, I know something's going off. Can we not help you? Please, please be vulnerable this year in life group to open up to your weaknesses. Because that's what we're here for, to live life together. It was never supposed to be Jesus and you. It was supposed to be Jesus and you and, and us and, your, and the people. If you, it's all over Scripture. It's all over scripture. So then downstairs in prayer, guys, I'm going to end here. People start getting this word all about light. We need to turn the light on in your life. You need to turn the light. And I saw so clearly, I saw this kid lying in his bedroom in the dark, and he started being fearful. And actually, it brought me back to when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's dark. It's dark. And you know when you're tired and worn out so often? That's where we are, right? You're tired and worn out. You're not thinking rationally. You're thinking, oh, I hear a sound. I hear this. You're getting me. I'm making, I'm not saying this how you've, it's a kid, right? And he's going, what's going on? And all you have to do is turn the light on, and you find out that there's nothing there. And so often, it's like, mom, dad, mom, dad. And we run, and I turn the light on for my kids, and I'm like, we're here for you. And all of a sudden, it changes. It goes from fear to like, oh. One, God does that, because the light's him. But mom and those mom and dads, that's you guys. 
We need to watch out for each other because I saw so clearly it went to the next phase and I saw there's people's and I'd walk by and I saw dark rooms and I literally saw them in there and they were frightful and I ran because I was like, turn on the light for them and I turned on the light for them and they were, joy came over them they saw the truth that there was nothing actually coming after them and it was interesting because the Lord says, now don't try to preach at them and tell them how the light works. Show them love. Show them love. And there was people that I kept, I'm like, why do they keep on turning off the lights? Because I kept on seeing the same person turn off the lights. And the Lord says, just love them again. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights until all of a sudden they'll go, hey, I know where that light switch is. And then, then guess what they get to do? They get to go and turn around and say, hey, I know how to turn your light switch on. But I'm going to do it in love. Because this is not, it's in a place of vulnerability. It's not about Going, oh, you got this wrong, you got this wrong. No, 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 no. We're here to walk with you and lift you up. And we can't live in judgmental because if we're going to get vulnerable and real, you're going to hear things from each other. It has to be safe. has to be safe. And you know what? It's even like today. There was miracles in the room. I, I believe it. I actually just saw these two angels touching people. But I'll tell you something. You can get the breakthrough in the room here, but you know what? You need to go home. You need to cultivate it. No, no, you have to. Because especially Chris called out specifically emotional and mental issues. Those issues, God can bring the breakthrough in a moment like this. I've seen it and it happens. But you know what? There's a step now you take and you know what? We have to be responsible children and actually go, hey, you know what? I see it now. I see the light. But I don't want to turn that light because so often that light turns off again. Go get some help. Talk to somebody. Go get a so-so. Get something. Talk to those around you and say, hold me accountable so often. Because we all have areas in our life that the enemy hits us with. Like, I'm a whole different person than I was on Tuesday. And then I sat down because in, personally in that, the Lord said something to me. And I went, oh, wow, that's a push. So I grabbed two guys. I went and grabbed Willis and Ike. And I grabbed them. I said, okay, what do you think about this? And they gave me counsel. Because this isn't a, counsel's huge. Counsel is huge, you guys. When you're family, if I... Like, I, I, Brent's a real spiritual dad to me, so I, he, I tell him so much stuff, because I love to ask. I, well, I talk a lot, so if you know me, <laughs> I talk to a lot of people. So, but, but I, actually, I actually care about what they actually feel, because I know he, they care. I know when I go to, to it, just like my own parents, I can go to Brent and Sharon, and when I ask, I know they're not, they're going to go away and pray, and they're not going to pray, how is this going to benefit me? They're going to pray, no, what's the best for Kevin and Donna? That's family. That's family, and I even heard it this week. It, somebody was, uh, it, when any somebody's leaving because God's bringing them somewhere, so it's hard, and it was interesting. Brent called me yesterday and let me know that, and he just said, that. what's best for them? What's best for them? And much as it hurts and it's hard, it's what, what's best for the family? What's best for the person, right? So you guys want to stand up? we got to get you down there and eat. Again, the message was these guys, right? Servanthood, like, that was a powerful word. He gave them a towel. They wanted a title. Willis, that's amazing. So I'm going to pray. For, should I pray for the food, Willis? Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to go down. All are invited. We'll have a prayer team up here. Yeah, we have a prayer team. You can start making your way up. It's amazing. But we here believe in community. I know I didn't get very anywhere, really, but... God is good all the time. And he speaks through our family, which is right here. Those six testimonies up here was a message. If you didn't hear it, it was, it's, it's a choice. What they all said was the best things in life group is a choice for them to step out.
There's a choice to be real, to come vulnerable and real so that God can work through family. So, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we just bless each one in this house. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that they would just experience your love in community, through others, and that they would be able to give it back, Lord God. Lord, thank you that you're creating a more and more healthy home every day, a healthy family, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we just pray right now for the meal downstairs. Thank you that it's going to be incredible. And we need to say, Lord God, that, that we'd have great community even as we eat and, and break bread together. And we also release uh, just the, your presence with Brent in, in uh, Peace River right now. Lord, let there just be uh, just, just an encounter of you there, Lord God, that you'd give Brent the exact words to speak, Lord God, that life would just be released there, and there would just be a suddenly, I just sense that right, a suddenly with him right now, in Jesus' name, amen.